Shalom, Baruch Hu, Rabbi the Gittin Daf Mem Gimel. Today's Daf discusses an Eved who's waiting for his get Shechor. Is he allowed to eat Truma? We learn about selling an Eved for his Knas. We learn about a Chatsi Eved that was Makandash Abbas Choyrin. We learn about a half Shivcha. Can she be Makandash? What happens if she gets her Kedushin before this, her second half gets freed? Start a new mission learning about uh, selling an Eved to a guy or to Chutz Laaretz. The requirement for a Get Shechor there. The Gemara begins with a question at the end of Mbegiz Namud Beis. An Eved is waiting for his Get Shechor. Is he allowed to eat Truma in the meantime? He's technically not the property of the Kayin, but he's still not free yet. He still needs his Get Shechor. So the Pusik says Kenyan Kaspoy on one hand. He's no longer the Kenyan, the property of his master, of the Kayan. On the other hand, since he doesn't have his Get Shikhar yet, maybe we would call him Kenyan Kaspoy. He's still under the seize of his Kayan masters. So the Gemara brings down Rav Mesharshi to answer the question. In a case in Yavamas of a Kehenes. Who mixes up her child with the child of her shivcha? We have these two children. One of them is a koyin. One of them, an evid. So both of them are allowed to eat truma. They share a chelak in the threshing floor. When they grow up, they free each other. You see that they can't eat truma while their freedom is still pending until they have the godless to free each other. But the Gemara doesn't like that comparison. That's not necessarily a raya that they can eat truma before they're free. Well, the Evid is waiting for his get shechor. Because over there, if Eliyahu were to show up, he can tell us which child is the Kayan, which child is the Evid. So yeah, so that Evid is called King Yankaspa. He's Vandai. One of them is Vandai, the Evid of the Kayan. But over here... Eved is in limbo. He's not necessarily the property of his master financially, but halachically, he is. So we leave that question unanswered. The Gemara asks another question. If an Eved can be sold for his knas, right? If an Eved gets damaged, there is a fine that gets paid to his master. Can an, a master sell his Eved for that Financial knas. So that's a machlekas. Uh, that's a kasha on both Rabbi Meir and the Rabbanon. Rabbi Meir holds that an Adam can sell something which doesn't yet exist. For example, he can sell the fruits of his trees that will grow. Even according to Rabbi Meir, over here, we don't know that his evidence is going to be gourd. Fruits will will grow. Even if he will be gourd, you don't know if the guy... The ox owner is going to have to pay because he, he might be moide beknas and then he'll be putter. Would Rameir allow selling that right? That's even less bolo oilam than the fruits of a tree. It's also Kash on the Rabbanon who say that a person cannot sell something which is loy bolo oilam because the fruits don't exist yet on the tree over here. The ox exists, the evidence exists, there's just the goring is pending. We don't know if he's going to gore yet. So maybe the Rabbanon would allow that Kenyan. So Abba 
Thrice being a Nariah, the Pusuk's talking about an Ekoyen's Eved and the Eved's family eating Truma. And we learn over there, the Pusuk says, Vigilid bit bias, that not only the Eved himself, but the Eved's family is allowed to eat Truma. What's the Chedush? If the Eved, who is actually property of, the Ekoyen is allowed to eat, children Kavachoymer should be allowed to eat Truma. Elamai, we understand that this Pusik is adding something. The Koyan buys an Evid that has value. If he could eat Shuma, his children who have value can also. Extra Pusik, if he lit base, it tells us that even if his children do not have financial value, they can still eat Shuma. How can an Evid not have financial value? We'll see later. That means someone has a Muka Shin. The Brasa continues. Pusik of Kinyin Kaspoi Vigilid Beisoy teaches us just like his children, even though, even though they have no financial value, can he chuma? So too, if he buys an Eved that has no financial value, a Mukashchin Eved, he can also eat. So why are we bringing this in? Rav Abba is saying, if an Eved can be sold for his Knas value, if he's gored, there'll be money there. Every Eved has some value. How could you ever have an Eved that has no value at all? It must be. Can't sell an Eved for his Knas rights. Gamora says that that's not a Raya. Maybe you can't sell an Eved for his Knas because that price could be talking about an Eved who's a trade for. He's dying within the next 12 months. So there wouldn't be any Knas. So he has no financial value. Uh, maybe he'll recover from his state of Tarfus. Even if he recovers, we're talking about a, an Eved who is a Muka, muka Shin. And has zero financial value. Can't bring a ride from there. Then, then a master can sell his Evid for his knas. So the Gemara asks another question. Moving on. You have someone who has a half Evid. What happens if he is Mekadesh a Bas Chayrin? A free woman. What's the Allah over there? By a typical marriage. If the Ben Yisrael tells a Bas Yisrael. I want you to half be Mekadesh me. That doesn't work because... Sorry, that does work because at least there is the option here of being entirely Mekudosh. Katsev ben Chayrin does not have that option. Half of him is a slave. On the other hand, if a Ben Yisrael is Mekadesh, half of a woman, that's not going to work because he didn't do everything he can. He wasn't Mekadesh, the second half of her. But over here, maybe the Eved Chatzev Ben Chayrin can be Mekadesh a woman because he is doing his full ability of Kedushin. What's that? Can Chatzev Ben Chayrin be Mekadesh a Bas Chayrin? So the Gemara brings a Braiso. If someone kills a Chatzev Ben Chayrin, he pays half the Knas to his master and half his Knas to the Yorshim of this Eved, this half Eved. Well, hold on. Where in the world did he get Yorshim from? He's a half Eved. It must be that a Chatz Eved Chatz Menchorim is allowed, to, has the ability to be Mekadesh a woman and therefore he has Yarshim. She'll be, me, me, inherit him. Ravad Barava says, no, 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 that case where we said that he has Yarshim, the Chatz Eved Chatz Menchorim doesn't have actual Yarshim. That was a case where the ox turned him into a trefa. It didn't kill him. It gored him enough that he will die within 12 months. And when we say that you pay half to the Yarshim, it means to himself. He's his own inheritor. 
while he's still alive. But Rava has two big issues with that. He says, number one, it doesn't say that he gets the other half. It says that his Yorishim get the other half. The master gets half, and his Yorishim get half. Yeah, his Yorishim have to be actual inheritors. And second of all, it said that he's paying, that the ox owner is paying koifer. Rishlaka says you only pay koifer if he dies. And if you, a trefa doesn't get koifer. Rather, Rava understands that price. So that he has the, he's Roy. His Yorishim would be Roy to get the other half of the Knas. But he doesn't have Yorishim because you can't be Mekadesh when he's Chatzev and Chatzev and Chayrin. So it's not a Raya from the ox, going, from the, the, the ox killing him. And uh, well, after the Kasha, the Chatzev and Chatzev and Chayrin is allowed to be Mekadesh a Bas Chayrin. Now, Rovo comes in and he makes a comparison. He says, just like if someone tries to be Mekadesh, half a woman, that's not a good Kedushin. So to a Chatzi Shifcha, she's half free and half a slave, she cannot be Mekudeshes. Rabbi Bar Ravuna says the same thing. Rav Chista says, how could you compare being Mekadesh half a woman where you're being Mekadesh half of what you can be Mekadesh? When, when you have someone who's a half shifcha, she's doing a full kiddushin to her entire half that's free. So when Rabbi Baravuna heard this kasha, he put up a, an announcer to, to darshan the posuk va hamachshola azoyis tachas yadecho in adam oymir al devei toira elimke nichshal behem the only way to actually be mekabel oymid koin the toira is by messing up to be making making mistakes. He says, yes, it's true that if someone's Mekadash half a woman, she's not Mekudashas, but a half Shifcha, half Bas Chayrin, is a good Kedushin. Because of Rav Chistas Kasha, she is, since she is being Mekudash in her fullest extent, 100% of what she's able to be Mekadash, and the half of that is free, it's a good Kenyan. Rav Sheshas now says, just like if someone is Mekadash half a Bas Chayrin, it's not a good kiddushin. So too, Chatzis Shivcha cannot be Mekudish. Ah, if you want to ask, we have in the Torah uh, the concept of a Shivcha Harufa. A half Shivcha, half Bas And we talk about her being engaged, Mi'ureses to an Eved Ivri, to a Jew, or anyone for that matter. An Eved Ivri is allowed to marry a Shivcha. That a half shivcha is allowed to be mekadesh, mekudeshes. But that's not a raya because look at Rabbi Yishmael. He says that a full shivcha kananis who gets engaged to an evadivri. And hold on, you can't have a shivcha marrying a Jew. That's not going to be a, a kedushin. When we say that she's engaged, it doesn't mean mekudeshes. It means that she is designated miuchedes. To this every So so too, when you have a Chatsi Shifcha, Chatsi Ben Chayrin, a Bas Chayrin, she can't be Mekudashas because of the half of her, which is Shifcha, but she can't be Miuchedas to a Yid. Next, Rav Chista tells us, if you have a Chatsi Shifcha, Chatsi Bas Chayrin, who is Mekadesh to Ruvain. Right, so we have a Suffolk, whether she's Mekudashas over there. Then her other half, the part that's a shivcha, gets freed. And now she goes ahead and she becomes Mekudashas to Shimon, Ruvain's brother. Now, if both Ruvain and Shimon die, 
Dozi Bumtalevi. Because we don't consider her the wife of two brothers who died. Right? Because if, if she was married to two people who died, she wouldn't marry a, a third brother. Because she was either Mekudashas to Ruvain and not to Shimon. Because if she was already Mekudash to Ruvain, the second Kedushan would not be Typhus. Or she wasn't Mekudash to Ruvain and she was Mekudashas to Shimon since she got freed after being Mekudash to Ruvain. So Mimad of Shach, she only had one Kedushan and therefore she could do Yibam to Levi. Similarly, the Gemara says, if you have a Chatsi Shivcha Chatsi or Bas Choyrin, who's Mekudash Ruvain. And then after she gets entirely freed, she's Mekudashas to Another person, Shimon, not a brother. Rabbi Yitzhak Chamar Nachman says he holds that Ruvain's engagement to her disappears. But Rabbi Zerah Nachman says, Fakert. She becomes entirely Mikudosh to Ruvain when her second half becomes free. Before she was half engaged to Ruvain, now that she's entirely free, she's entirely Mikudosh to Ruvain. Rabbi says, he, has, he brings a raya that, he's, that she's entirely with Ruvain, the first husband. Because the Pasuk says, Since she wasn't free, But if she was free, then sleeping with, with her would be an Isser of Ashes. She'd be entirely married to Ruvain. Bai disagrees. He says, according to Tony Debe Vishmoel, who says that a Shivcha Kenan is a full. Goya, who does a Kedushan to have it every, we said before, it means Miyuchedas to him. You're trying to tell me that once she becomes free, we're going to kill the Yavad every for being with an, an Ashish Ish? We'll, we'll kill whoever sleeps with her because she's entirely married to, to that Yavad every from while she was a full Shivcha? No, it means that after she was freed, she was Rimekadesh, Rimekudashas to the Yavad every. So, so to over here, she's not automatically fully Mekudashas to Ruvain after she's entirely freed. It means she goes back and is Mekudashas to him. Not automatically. Next, we have Hunobar Katino Mrevitzchak says that it was a, a story. It was a, a woman who was Taka Chatsi Shifcha Chatsi Baschoyrin. And Rabba forced her master to make the other half of her free. Why? Women aren't in Puravu. It makes sense to, f- to free a Chati Ever, Chati Ben Chayrim, because we said on Memal from the Bez, Loi Toyu Bero, Lashavisitara. But why would we force the Shifcha be freed, the half Shifcha? So that's Lashitas of Yechon Ben Breka, who says that even women have a Chiv of Puravu. I saw Melikim, Vayomer Puravu Malosaret. They both have a Chiv. According to the Chachamim, women don't have a chiv because you can't have a mitzvah that involves pain. Mitzvahs are sweet. Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak tells us differently. The reason over here is specifically why Rabbah forced the master who was uh, owned that the half of her that was a shivcha to set her free was because they were treating her with a minute hefker. She didn't have a husband to prevent her from having znos. For that reason, Rabbi made her become entirely free. Now we have a new Mishnah. We'll begin the next sugya. It says that if someone sells his Eved to a guy or to Chutzlaretz, he automatically goes free. It's a knas that the Chaman put on him for either selling or buying him. Or 
In the Gemara, now we learn, or later on, that says, if someone sells his Eved to Goyim, who automatically goes free, the first master has to give this Eved a get Shechror. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says that he only needs to give him a get Shechror when he sells him, when he didn't stipulate, like if Shish just explains, he didn't stipulate that if you ever run away, you're automatically freed. If he had that clause set up with his Eved that when he sells him to a guy, he's 100% free using that oina, using that stipulation, and he wouldn't need to get Shechur. But otherwise, typically if um, gives away his, he sells his Eved to a guy, we demand of the first master to write him a get Shechur, to give him a, a complete freedom. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.